What's up, everybody? You are listening to Rep Your Set. I am your host, Eric. This is my beautiful wife, Holly. Uh-huh. Hi. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of my beautiful wife, Holly, we are going to be playing some music uh, this Saturday, uh, February 25th at Mammoth Distilling. That's in Bay Harbor, Michigan from 7 to 10 p.m. What other shows do we have? Let's see. Hmm. Uh, March 3rd, the Pistol Whips are going to be at Muskrat Distilling. That's in Boyne City. And um, let's see, that's from 8 to 10 on the uh, 3rd. And then the Pistol Whips are going to be playing at Ethnology Saturday uh, the 4th of March. Uh, What's the time on that? 8 to 10 as well. 8 to 10. mic again. Check, check. Why does it seem like it's not recording anything? Um. Let me look. Um. No, it it should be good. Okay, cool. Um. Maybe it's just because you're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the Pistol Whips are going to be at Ethnology that night. Um, Brett Mitchell has some shows here that I was going to promote. February 24th, uh, Friday, Brett Mitchell is going to be playing solo at Cellar 152. That's February 24th. Uh, Brett Mitchell is going to be playing solo February 25th, Saturday, at the 702 Club in Midland. That starts at 9. The one at Cellar 152 starts at 6 p.m. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Don't choke, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't choking. <laughs> so. 100th episode. Mrs. Yaqua. Is Yaqua? I'm, set, I'm changing your <laughs> level a bit now because I feel like you are being a well, lot quieter. Well, you had me use my loud voice for most of our mic check. And I think most that was, of it? Um, but now you're like talking like this because you were talking like this. I thought you were talking like this, and now you're talking all sweet. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh wait, I actually want to be sweet <laughs> for the beginning." And then halfway through, you're gonna be like, "What the hell, brother? <laughs> brother, husband?" <laughs> I did call you that. That's right, brother, wife. <laughs> this is my brother, wife over here. <laughs> She's she been real good to me. <laughs> So we haven't done a podcast in a while. Yeah, like over a month, I think. Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, Yeah, we've just been in that, you know, February grind. Yeah, for lack thereof. (laughs) Yeah, the February blues. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we, uh, I don't know, I've been, I feel like I've been working kind of nonstop except for the few days I've just taken off to rest because we've been a little sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm proud to say we're three songs deep into, uh, principal recording for the new Pistol Whips album. Woo! Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think it fucking slaps, dude. I think this is going to be the best album that you've put out, like period, like over Shouting Bones. Really? Yeah. It's coming together (laughs) pretty, pretty well. And... We, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get like a song done every week, but like the last, the last week, um, you were sick. I was sick. (laughs) Um, yeah. And, and really before that I was already recording so much and then just the way that scheduling kind of worked out where we just didn't do a podcast Mm -hmm. and then we had another episode scheduled to come out and. And the people weren't able to come and record. And so we've been rescheduling that. And so, yeah, now we're just kind of, I don't know, catching back up and, mm-hmm. and, and doing one because we haven't done one. And then the people that I thought were going to be on can't be on this month. So that was kind of a, you know, yeah. a bummer. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I don't know that the new Pistol Whoops album is kind of the main thing I've been thinking about like creatively and mm-hmm. even even more so than podcasting which yeah I also kind of feel like we just I didn't have much to say mm-hmm. before and trying to not force us or myself to do 
a podcast when it doesn't really make sense yeah. when we have nothing to say and right. we're just kind of busy doing other things. Yeah. But, um, okay. Well now you got your platform. What are you going to talk about for the rest of the time? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just feel like so much time has passed. It's kind of like sitting down with a friend you haven't seen in a long time and just like trying to like, Oh, I got to talk about this and I got to talk about this and this and this. And I'm then realizing like, eh, is any of this really important? We, is my water key for obsession really important? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about your new, uh, cottage license. Oh yeah. So I've been thinking about getting a cottage industry food license for like years, but I just thought it would be a really complicated process. Um, cause I am a baker. I do like, you know, baking. And so I thought it'd be like, Oh, something fun I can do on the side or, you know, maybe even turn into like a full-time thing if, you know, it works that way. But, uh, I was looking into it while Eric was at a gig the other night and just started doing some research and, um, there was a, there's a class that you take through MSU you can do it online in an hour. It costs like 20 bucks and you get your license at the end of it. And I'm like, it's this simple. And I've waited so long. I've literally been thinking about doing this for like 10 years and it's this fucking easy. Oh, and I already know all the shit because I've been working in the food service industry for like 15 years and I'm serve safe certified already like at the highest level that I can be I mean my god like it's all just like so easy and I you know was just putting it off and putting it off so I got that um <laughs> Eric came home and I'm like look babe <laughs> I got my fucking <laughs> it's like a diploma it's in a frame yeah. and everything. <laughs> I, I did frame it where'd you get the frame from it was in the closet yeah yeah <laughs> It looks like a secondhand store frame. That's that's why. I, I think I, I think my mom gave it to me. I think I, once upon a time, I think like my school pictures were in that frame. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's oak. It's that oak color that was really cool in the early two thousands. Mm, yeah. Yep. That's. Uh, it looks yeah. like it'd go really good next to like a old school like computer desk. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like those old like fake kind of shitty you know the ones you see at like on the side of the road or at secondhand stores like mm-hmm. they go re- real well right next to one of those. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm kind of just like. Huh. It looks so professional. <laughs> and I, and when I was younger, I wanted to go to MSU. So it's kind of like a, like, you know, high don't school let your dreams be. be dreams. <laughs> just yeah, that's just expensive it. though. <laughs> no, I mean, you did it. Oh yeah. You made yeah. your dreams come true. One of my small <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, after I completed that, I was trying to think of like names and stuff and like branding ideas and everything. And I settled on the Happy Wife Bake Shop, which I think is super cute. And I got my little logo. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So she guys should go follow me. <laughs> How has life been not online, like not on social media? Yeah, it's been really good. I kind of just forget that it's a thing now. Um, earlier when I was in Meyer, though, I did a big grocery shopping trip. And it was so noisy in Meyer, And I was looking around. I'm like, all of these strangers probably have most of them 90 percent of them probably safe to say have social media like what kind of things do they post what are they like what kind of image are they trying to portray like to everybody excuse me and how different is it from how they seem when i'm looking at them in line in meyer during rush hour you know well yeah you're, you're seeing the highlight reel but you're not seeing like them at meyer <laughs> or like the <laughs> Do you ever, do you ever like accidentally or in the past flip, like if you're on Instagram, Mm -hmm. it's the worst. This is the worst (laughs) thing about Instagram because it makes me realize how big of a fucking slob I am (laughs) when, when I'm on, when I was on Instagram and I would accidentally swipe right and it would open up the fucking selfie cam and I could see myself <laughs> look, squinting into yeah. my phone like and I'm like oh god like yeah. no 
I have to like swipe it off quickly just in case it takes a photo and posts it all over the mm-hmm. world for everyone to see me yeah. staring into well, my you, phone. And you don't want your, um, you know, FBI agent to see that. Well, it's like, you know, the, <laughs> du- it's like the double chin factor. If you just yeah. look real fucking tired and old mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, get, get out of there. Go back <laughs> to videos of people fighting in the streets. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> so <laughs> our algorithms were so like hilariously yeah. different. You're just like all music and fighting and mine was like baking and pregnancy related stuff. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean um yeah, I don't know. It feels it feels pretty good. But also been you know watching youtube watching the shorts on youtube obsessively well not obsessively whenever whenever i have some free time and i want to whenever you have free time (laughs) that's not exactly true but when when social media including youtube gets in the way of you and i having a conversation it's a problem yeah i mean it depends on when you are trying to have a conversation though because during if, like, our free time if you walk through the door and i'm already lying on the couch because i'm not feeling well and you're like oh are you learning a lot about the red hot chili peppers babe <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like no i'm just watching you're like yeah how was the how was that video you watched about the red hot chili peppers i'm like it was good. Like, why are you fucking... What are you doing? I'm not doing something wrong. I'm just lying on the couch being lazy watching... I mean, I, I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, you so. can Oh my God, bro. <laughs> on my case about watching videos on the tube of you. What's your screen time at? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's fucking, let's check it out. How do I check it out? Go to settings. Okay. Hold on. Let me find. You haven't had a chance to watch YouTube today though, have you? Daily average is two hours and 48 minutes. What is yours? Get, I don't know. Grab your phone. It's right there. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's right there. Get your, get your phone. Well, Let, to be see. fair, though, I spent... Oh, no, listen, listen, Linda. The next, the listen. next thing that comes out of your mouth is going to be Boy. excuse. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted... Screen time, what is it? Two hours and 14 minutes. Oh. And I spent those two hours and 14 minutes making fucking Pistol Whips posters and stickers today. So That's great. Suck my dick, bro. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You can keep making them. And I'm going to keep... And I'm <laughs> I gonna, will. And I'm going to keep using... Because this is just also showing us this, the time that we have on our phone all the time. Yeah. So... I mean, it used to be at one point, I think I was up to like four hours or three hours or something like that. So yeah, definitely. It's definitely cut in half. Yeah. I think there's a way to see, maybe not. I thought there was a way to see what, what percentage was social media. Oh no, there is. Yeah. If you go into, um, Jesus, how did I just do that? Oh, see all activity. Then it breaks it up. And cool, good yeah. for you, bro. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Social media doesn't even show up for me on my screen time. It's product productivity and finance, creativity and other. Probably the browser because we're not looking at mine. I'd be looking up recipes and shit, you know? We're not looking at mine because I'd be looking <laughs> at fucking videos about guitar stuff, about pedals, about bands, mm-hmm. about music. It's part of my mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Brother wife, okay. <laughs> So get off my back about the the YouTubes, brah. <sighs> <laughs> I um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I am disturbed about the news though. I do watch mm-hmm. the news more, <laughs> yeah. and it's, whoo, man. Yeah. I don't even care to comment on any of it because I I really don't know where I stand in any of this other than I'm like God I hope we're all gonna be o fucking k yeah but um there was a line oh man I gotta find it real quick from a shaky grave song I was listening to the other day it said something about the news like you can't be afraid of the news you don't listen to or something mm. I want to find it and big bad wolf oopsie. 
You can keep talking. About what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm not going to be able to find this. But yeah, it was something to the effect of that. Like, can't be troubled by the news you don't hear. I don't know. I do like hearing about what the fuck's going on. It's just... It's like I... Every once in a while I dip my toe in. Like, the last couple of days I've kind of been paying more attention because I've had some time off from being sick. And, like, I just... Uh, it really freaks me out a lot. And I'm like, you know... If I didn't know that this was going on or if I, you know, I do know that this is going, it doesn't change anything for me because I can't do anything about, you know, the nuclear arms treaty being suspended today or the fucking UFOs and balloons and whatever the fuck flying all over America and us not doing anything really about it. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't do anything about the train derailment, spilling chemicals in Ohio. I can't do anything about the shooting at MSU. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing I can do about any of these things and you know, it's like, so what's the point in knowing then? You I don't know. know I mean? For me, I don't know. I think it's going to take everybody getting on board to overthrow yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Because if everybody thinks. But everybody's fighting for a different side, so. Yeah. Like, if everybody thinks that same thing, though, of like, oh, what the mm-hmm. fuck am I going to do? Then, yeah. Then we'll never do anything different. But I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's hard to even know. Mm-hmm. where our fucking places and all of this and I'm just you know going to it's like all this is happening but I, I'm still going to work and changing out <laughs> grease traps and yeah. fryers and flipping burgers and coming up with specials and dealing with people and mm-hmm. and then it's also trivial in comparison to like what's really going on and I don't think we even have any clue what's actually going on yeah you know what I mean like I don't know, like the whole thing with like all the UFOs and balloons and shit, like I think that that's like a, like I told you, I think it's like a, you know, oh, look over here guys while they're doing something really shady. Slide of hand. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we're on this. That was fun. (laughs) I mean, this kind of sums up February though, I think. Yeah, dude. I, February is the one month that I... As it's happening, I'm like, dude, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was thinking I was handling the winter very well, and then I dyed my hair blue and cut it all off, so I guess not. <laughs> 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 tell tell the story about when Gary from, uh, was it Perfect Life or r- Rough? Rough Life. Rough Life. <laughs> I no, was the th- opposite. I was thinking per, per, Perfect Life. <laughs> it's not a cat shop. It's a dog shop. Yeah perfect life God. rough life <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what did what do the do it how you'd said to me i'm trying to remember what it was that he said oh he like walked in like it was, was like hey and then like looked around and was like are you okay <laughs> yeah no you just did it perfect <laughs> you were like the concern yeah. that only an older gay man can have <laughs> Like, are you all right? <laughs> like between us. Yeah, exactly. Just between us girls, are you okay? <laughs> I love Gary. <laughs> and what did you say? Do you remember? Were you were you like I'm I'm not okay, or were you? No, I think I was probably just like what? Like you're, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm totally normal. <laughs> like I don't bring my problems to work, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I just dye my hair and leave all my problems in the dye. Yeah. <laughs> leave all my problems in my split ends <laughs> <laughs> my damaged hair okay yeah so talk about what the hell happened to your hair though <laughs> so oh it's a God. funny story i will literally i will i will hold nothing back in telling this story because i oh think God. it's hilarious now I'm like, wait wait, 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 in wait. Retrospect, i'm like wait what I part think- <laughs> do i have in the story though <laughs> as you're saying this i'm like oh god <laughs> oh my god so Long before, I won't use like names, but before Eric and I were dating, when we were just friends. Oh no, say who it is. <laughs> okay, I'll say who it is. Oh yeah. I, I think it's funny. Um, So yeah, Eric was talking, but we were talking about somehow, somehow Jetty Ray came up and oh, I've worked God. with Jetty Ray and Eric has worked with Jetty Ray and he- well, I worked with Jetty Ray as in I played bass on her first album, yeah. to be clear. Right. Yeah. So, and you said that you did it because you like thought she was hot. This is back in the day, way, way, way long time ago. And I was like immediately pissed. <laughs> and so uh, then, you know, time passes, we're dating, we're engaged, we're married. Yeah, I, sa- I said this to you when we were still we just, were just friends. friends. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. To be clear, to be clear. <laughs> yeah, you would never say anything like that to me. Like, yeah, whatever. So we were friends and all this time passes. I'm working at this coffee shop in Petoskey and fucking Jetty Ray walks in. <laughs> and I was like super excited to see her because she's a great fucking person. I'm like, oh, like, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. And, also, and, then <laughs> and she's fucking stunning. Like, she's one of the prettiest people I've ever seen in my life. I texted Eric like while she was sitting there like delicately sipping coffee and talking to this nice older lady. And I texted Eric like, Jetty Ray is so fucking pretty. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. Like word for word. And uh, so I was like thinking about it. I'm like, man, I feel like pretty much everybody that Eric's dated has had dark hair. Oh like I bet he fucking likes dark haired women. I'm blonde, right? So obviously he must think I'm ugly. Oh my God. <laughs> So I go and I buy brown hair dye. <laughs> yeah, I come home and she has dyed her hair in like the most boring brown in, color. It's an indistinguishable brown. It's I, a warm I can't even brown. tell. Yeah. It's like, is it red? Is like it brown? Dog is shit it... brown. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was definitely dog shit brown. I'm like, oh, hey, he suddenly dyed your hair a weird color like a, a brown like it just was so out of left field yeah but I'm like, okay this is what she wants to do with her hair go for it yeah and uh yeah so then we were talking about it you know eric was kind of helping me like process my horrible decision and he said something like yeah it was really cool like when you used to dye your hair all those weird colors like i always thought that was kind of like cool and and i admired that you could like do that and not really give a fuck what anybody thinks did i say it so eloquently like that i, I, mean, I really admire you for <laughs> your bold brave decision in life oh my god you hold nothing back <laughs> I don't know, like you gave me this little like pep talk about it and I was like, oh, oh the answer is <laughs> oh to put God. crazy colors in my hair. <laughs> to just be Yay! myself. Just be myself. Yay. Yeah. And so I, I feel like before when I would, because I used to dye my hair crazy colors all the time. Like my, my entire personality like, 20s was... up until <laughs> two years ago was me fucking 20 to 25 was me dyeing my hair insane colors every other week shaving my head doing weird shit and then when I got sober I stopped doing all of that I started growing my hair out I had normal relatively normal colored hair varying shades of blonde and brownish you know and so I walk into Sally's and I'm like looking at all the different colors and I'm like oh my god I felt like almost sick like, I'm going <laughs> to do all this, like, crazy shit to my hair. Like, is this really the best decision? Like, I just felt very unsure. But I knew that, I, like, I felt like I needed to get it out of my system. Mm. Since I had to get rid of the brown anyways, because it wasn't doing me any favors. I, it turns out I, I dyed my hair dark a dark color, and I didn't look like Jetty Ray. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> and it didn't happen. So I dyed my hair a bunch of different blue colors, like different streaks of like blues and greens and stuff. And it looked really cool. And I kept tweaking it though. I'd tweak it like once a week. I would like add something or, you know, change something about it. And everybody's like, God, you're just changing your hair so much. All my coworkers are like, wow, you look so different. And then enters Gary. Enters Gary. Yeah. And and other people like, you know, saying things like Gary and like, and strangers just being like, oh, I like your hair. Or like, oh, that's a choice. Like literally (laughs) multiple people saying like really weird cryptic things um, that just like, weren't necessarily mean but like you could tell that they hated it and like hey don't say anything so um I got really sick of my hair being the topic of discussion all the time and I was like oh yeah this is why I never like committed to a weird color before and like like had weird colored hair for like a long period of time without dyeing it back because I can't handle people like talking about my hair or anything right. about me, really. But, you know, like, I hate when people talk about my tattoos. Because I'm just like, hey, can I just be a tattooed person? Can you just, like, stop? Yeah. You know? And Yeah, but when people see a good tattoo that they appreciate, they, like, they love, yeah, they love telling. Guys. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I tell, if I see a guy with a cool tattoo, I'm like, mm-hmm. I say really dumb things like, sweet tat, bro. <laughs> or I say, like... Huh, nice ink. <laughs> I, 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 all of a sudden my voice is, huh. I know. Like, huh. 
Hey, nice sync, bro. Oh my god. I do. <laughs> because I think that people are like, "Hey, fuck yeah, thanks, man." I don't think I feel like tattooed people. First of all, we're all really grumpy, and second of all, generalization we don't talk to not true, <laughs> yeah. but okay. Okay, I Go can't ahead. think of one heavily tattooed person that I've ever met who has not been grumpy and introverted. I can say that because I'm also a heavily tattooed You're person. You're also homeschooled. Okay, true. <laughs> this, is sh- this is sheltered. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, you haven't, you, you know, you got out later Yeah, no, I get it. Life. I haven't met all the tattooed people. Yeah. I get it. But <laughs> I just think that the majority of us are, are probably annoyed by, by fucking cop- So anyways, people wouldn't stop talking about my hair. Or my tattoos, right? I can't change the fact that I have tattoos. I can change the fact that I have blue hair. So I decide to dye it back. So I bleach it. <laughs> One time. My head feels real fucking hot. I'm like, hmm. And I was literally praying. I don't even know to what because I don't really believe in anything. But I was praying and begging the universe like, please don't let my hair fall out. And so I go to wash it out and I'm like, I have a real genuine feeling that everything's going to be fine. So I start washing my hair and gobs of it are falling out. It feels like those like angel hair rice noodles, you know, the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like elastic and like it's clogging up the drain. I'm having to like unclog the fucking drain like eight times while I'm washing the bleach out of my hair because so much of it is falling out. Meanwhile, I'm at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stretching. I'm like I'm compulsively working on pistol whips songs. Like this yeah. is all I've been thinking about and doing, you know, when I'm, when I'm out doing stuff, I, I'm like listening to the songs and trying to write. And I, I'm, I'm looking at my phone, I'm writing and I <laughs> no, see, I, I see this text pop up. That's just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> oh no. Eric, I think I need you. <laughs> Oh, I was like trying not to cry. (laughs) And then she says, my hair is coming out. I bleached it. I fucked up. And I didn't even tell him I was going to do this because I never tell you what I'm going to do with my hair until like after I do it. Yeah. And so (laughs) I'm like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? And then you, you text me that same thing. There's literally nothing you can do. So you don't have to like stop what you're doing and come home. So I, you know, so I call you. (laughs) (laughs) You like FaceTime me and I like showed you my hairbrush, which is full of just like blonde crumbs of hair. (laughs) And to me, it's like all of this came from you feeling insecure about something I thought and felt when I was 21. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, 16 years ago (laughs) yeah because like I said to you like kind of everybody a bunch of people that I knew kind of all had crushes on her yeah you know it was like she was like the new you know singer girl and like everyone's like oh I want to play with you yeah like (laughs) I mean I genuinely had fun playing on it and I and I really played on it Mm -hmm. on her album because Charlie Burkle was the one who recorded her Mm. At his studio in yeah. Charlevoix. The, the studio was in Charlie Widoff's uh, uh, late father's um, electrician pole barn. So he was he was an electrician. He had this huge pole barn. And within it, they built a tiny studio room where Mojo and the Boogeyman would go and practice. That's Morgan Hefty's dad on bass. Mm. John Hefty. Mm-hmm. Um, Ch- Chuck Widoff played harmonica and anyway they would practice there it turned into charlie burkle studio space a bunch of up-and-coming young people we would all go to charlie's and like record and he knew jetty ray and he was like yeah we're gonna record this album well the night before i was out partying like a monster like it was the end of the world Mm. and i showed up um to the session and I was so hungover. I was probably still drunk. And I, and I, and, and so I, I roll up to the barn like I always do. You walk through this door and you're in a huge pole barn and there's a little room in the pole barn. And I open it up and it's Jetty Ray, her mom, like two other kids, two guys, and like another random, there's like 
eight to 10 people in this tiny little room mm-hmm. and they're like, Hey, like so glad you can make it. And I'm like, I got paid 20 bucks <laughs> to go do this. I got yeah. paid gas money. Burkle was like, I'll pay you gas money. And at that time I was also just trying to work on anything. Mm-hmm. It was like, I want to, I want to be the guy who plays bass on everyone's album. You know, yeah. that's really why I did it, you know, and I said to you, like, eh, yeah, everybody, everybody thought she was hot back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, um, which isn't how I feel now, but I don't even remember exactly telling you that. Mm-hmm. So then for you to be like, Jetty Ray is here and I, she's so pretty I could kill myself or something. <laughs> I'm like... Okay. Hi. <laughs> like I'm at work. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> and then, so from that moment, all the way up until your hair is falling out, <laughs> and and you're and you're calling me, so and I'm depressing. like, babe, like you didn't have to do this, <laughs> like, <laughs> honey, I love you. <laughs> just the just the way oh you die. Cause I get scared when you start to lose your hair. Oh my God. Same. Comes out in gobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was insane. I've never had anything like that or even close to that happen to my hair. Yeah. And, and then, I've been doing dumb, reckless shit to it for so long. And then your hair was like a Brillo pad after. Yeah like it <laughs> it was awful i had my friend audie come over and cut off like two inches of it and it still was like so damaged and so i went to um vogue and had mamie give me a little pixie cut and it's still she said it's damaged like right up to the root in most places which is insane that it would be damaged at the root when that hair had never been bleached before so i don't know like what's up you did really a number that. on your hair this sure time. did yeah sure fucking did but I mean, you've come a long way, especially from when we first started hanging out. You were always doing, you <laughs> yeah. were always doing something yeah. to your hair that you regretted and then would mm-hmm. shave your head and be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And I so shaved my head a lot when we were first hanging out. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think that your compulsiveness to mess with your hair was based on the fact that you didn't have a solid relationship yeah with a man who like genuinely loves and cares about you Mm -hmm. and I think I don't know why it would come out in that way like you're just always trying to like it's like you know not getting attention but like um you know, like how birds and like will flaunt flaunt <laughs> their fucking feathers to like to attract people. You know, like um, with the the colors of their feathers. Yeah, I don't think I was trying to. I don't think you were specifically doing that on purpose. Is what I mean. I yeah, feel I like, think I just wanted to like feel better about myself, and because I I mean obviously, like that whole thing shows how insecure I've been feeling lately. Yeah, and that's what I mean, like, in the beginning, like, I don't mean you were, you were purposefully, like, trying to get people's attention, I think it's a subconscious thing, based on an insecurity thing that, like, because you weren't having a need met, which, for you, you're a person that needs, like, a solid relationship, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you, you are a family person, you know, so yeah. for you to be out there like in the ether kind of floating around. I oh, think, you mean before we. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I thought you were talking about like just now. No, like, no, <laughs> no. I mean, like that's kind of yeah. what was happening. And yeah. then we were together and you kind of started to feel more grounded. Mm-hmm. And then but like that works for so long with someone else Mm -hmm. and then it still does come back to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that can be like a temporary fix or even help it. But then it got to a point where you're like, Nope, like, Nope, I'm still not exactly. Yeah. Well, and I have a tendency to like, when I got sober, I was doing a lot of inner work and like a lot of healing and I was very on top of my shit, like spiritually, physically, emotionally, I was just in a really good place. And then 
I like just have been kind of coasting for a long yeah. time. Like I slowly stopped doing all this shit. And when I start coasting, it's like, it's fine for a while, but then all of my insecurity and anxiety and depression can come back. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and I don't think my depression has come back by any means. I wouldn't say I'm depressed at all, but like my insecurity and anxiety, hell yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. like I just, and when that stuff comes back, I get very like, spontaneous and chaotic it's like i feel like my like sagittarius moon side comes out and i'm just like crazy i'm like okay i gotta go somewhere i want to travel i want to switch jobs i want to dye my hair I it's wanna, something like, different like every other week yeah where you're like yeah i'm gonna start doing this and then i'm like oh okay mm-hmm. that's what you're doing and then a week later like i'll find out that you're not doing it in a in a way that's like mm-hmm. I'm the last to know, it seems like. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> You're not the last to know. I just don't. <laughs> or I, I, I might be the first one to know, but mm-hmm. like, I'm not learning it in a way that's like, yeah. hey, I decided I'm going to do this. It's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to that thing anymore. Why? Right. Oh, because I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Well, and, okay. and the difference, a big difference between you and I is like, you're an external processor. So like you talk about like everything that you're thinking about doing mm-hmm. at least for the most part it seems like it anyways and so I'm always like prepared for you to make a di- you know a decision on whatever like I know what you're thinking about I feel like pretty much all the time for me I'm an internal processor so it's like I don't even bring something up until I'm pretty sure that I want to do it or not gonna do it or whatever you know I don't really talk about my like thinking process with things i mean you do enough to where you're like i'm gonna i'm thinking about doing this and this and this and you'll sit and talk about it for a but while But that's like if i've been thinking about it usually for a couple days but then like a day or two later it'll be like mm-hmm. oh yeah I, I put the kibosh on that and i'm like oh yeah okay <laughs> i had no idea mm-hmm. like you know it's a i just feel like yeah it, it could go either way you know, for, for you, you say that you're someone who's like, I don't like to like waste time. I, I want to get things done. And then I'm like, Oh, cool. But then all of a sudden you're like, I'm just not doing that anymore. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm doing this other thing. Like, yeah, I, I started a bakery. <laughs> it's called the happy wife bake shop. <laughs> hey, you were gone for three hours and I started a bakery. <laughs> just yeah. thought I'd let you know. <laughs> hey, I just got this oh, diploma. <laughs> Got this I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? It's a certificate. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, it's in a frame. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's very official. Mm-hmm. Show is. Show is. Yeah. So we got, you know, the Pistol Whip, Shouting Bones, Happy Wife Bake Shop, the podcast, <laughs> Quo Vadis Records. I don't think we have enough going on. Yeah. <laughs> have a bunch going on and <laughs> none of it's going anywhere. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I I mean, I'm just trying to do this as a process. And I think not doing the podcast now that I'm thinking about it, I think kind of kind of aided that whole like uh, not having the process of doing the podcast, I think was uh, it wasn't good for me. Yeah. You know, Um, because we're doing less podcasts, but then it was like because we're doing less I'm not in that mode. Yeah, we're more like lenient. And then so when when it was like, oh, I don't really have time. I don't feel good. I don't want to. I don't even know what to talk about tonight. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, realistically, we don't know what we're gonna talk about any night. Like, rarely no, ever do yeah. we sit down and be like, oh, we're gonna talk about this and this and th- that's. We've done that maybe two or three times in the entirety of the podcast. I guess what I mean is that you know some of those nights I just like didn't have it in me. Yeah. To do that. Yeah, I feel that. So I was just like, no. We're not doing the podcast tonight. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm doing that tonight. Yeah, but, I've missed it a lot. Yeah, um, I have too. I mean, like I said before, like I, I don't know. I'm just obsessing about the new Pistol Whips album, and mm-hmm. and so that's all I'm thinking about. And you know, I think I keep leaning back on the idea that the podcast is just to help aid the bands that mm-hmm. that we do you know, to talk about the things that we're doing with the bands. And if you're not doing anything with the bands, it's hard to like get on here and. Yeah. I feel like it's turned into a lot more than that though. I think that's, you know, like definitely how it started, but I mean, it seems like a lot more than that now. I think I, I feel like I don't have a good enough reason to not, or to do it and not talk about like 
anything else mm. other than the music stuff because it's like why would anybody want to listen to this i think the things the episodes that we've had where we've actually been talking about things that aren't music are the ones that people usually message us about though i know but i still <laughs> wrestle with the idea of like feeling like what i have to say is worth hearing yeah you know and that's just something i'm i'm still trying to get over yeah. all the time like in my day-to-day life I I for the most part feel like I shouldn't be here <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. and so it's um or you know just like a burden I feel like I've always felt like people have to tolerate me and mm-hmm. I'm a burden and yeah. I and I wear out my welcome I've always felt the same way you know so it's hard about to, me not you <laughs> <laughs> like yeah we all we all think that about you it's it's good that you're I wonder aware. if that's something that like everybody feels or most people or just like like half people, you know, because I feel like there've got to be people who don't feel like that at all. I know. And I, I just wonder what that's like. Yeah. I'm trying to pretend that I, that I feel like that. Yeah. And it kind of works. It'll, it works for a little bit and mm-hmm. then you fall back. You know, I guess the idea <laughs> is that it's easy to fall back on your insecurities. Yeah. Like the whole yeah. Jetty Ray thing. Right. Like what I'm saying about like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do a podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a fucking idiot, dude. Like, yeah. no, no one likes yeah, me. And once you start <laughs> falling back on those insecurities, it's like it snowballs. So you become insecure you in, in every, you know, area of your life. And yeah, yeah, yeah it becomes a toxic spiral. Well, have a good night. (laughs) Sweet dreams. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yeah. Man, I want to like fucking play some of the new Pistol Whip stuff, but I know I can't. Yeah. I know I shouldn't because it's nowhere near. Yeah, it's a little bit too soon. It's a little too soon, but I'm just, I'm so stoked about some of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, um, we, I've talked to Dave Runyon, um, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Dave Runyon. Um, he's a great engineer. He's a good guy. And, but I have that same feeling, mm-hmm. you know, of like, he won't want to work on this. Yeah. He won't want to record the Pistol Whips yeah, album. Yeah, you literally said that to me. I said, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like I felt, I feel like that. I felt like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, te- when I texted him, I was worried and nervous yeah. and like, well, same thing with Bartel too. You're like, he's not going to want to do more art for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he will. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I text Runyon and, and he's like, I'm like, would you be interested in like mixing and mastering the new, the newest Pistol Whips album? And he said it would be an honor. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Cause you guys are fucking good. I know, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, but I, but I'm told. But deep down, I think you do. <laughs> it's like I you do, know. but you don't, but you do. You wouldn't be doing it if you yeah. thought you guys were shit, you know? I only do it so that people will tell me that they love me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the I only, don't believe that. The, I think that's why it all started. I think that's why the music <laughs> thing started because I was like, I got to have something. Mm. That's funny. I can obsess about this long enough to get kind of okay at it. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I wrestle with that idea because I do feel like that is some part of the root Mm -hmm. of doing anything at a certain age when you're coming up, you know, um, I think it has a factor. Um, Mm -hmm. if, if you're someone who's always looking for people to clap for you and, and, you know, like perform in front of people. I've always tried to be a, I've always been a performer. I used to like videotape myself as a child, like doing stunts and stupid tricks and talking in weird voices. Yeah, no, I've always done the same thing too. What's wrong with us? I don't know. Is there something wrong with us? I don't know. Cause like for me, (laughs) I've always had that thing where like, I also hate performing and I'm super nervous to do it. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, that's why it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's what I, that's, that's why I keep coming back to it where I'm like, I enjoy this. Like I have a deep passion for it. That's just the Instapod. Okay. I have a deep passion for performing, for writing, for, for Mm -hmm. singing, for everything. When is that going to stop? It's, it'll stop eventually. Oh, thank God. But, (laughs) but at the same time, I, uh, I mean, I don't want to be doing it. And yeah. sometimes I'm, I'm just like, I can't do this in front of people. Oh my God. I have to go to the gig. Mm-hmm. I have to, 
I dread almost every single gig. And then like halfway through the gig, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yes. Yeah. The, you know? I mean, it's all the waiting and the thinking about it. Yeah. But like the getting lost in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I was only able to do that. So the Pistol Whips played at Encore 201 on Friday and Halloweeno on Saturday mm-hmm. this last weekend. And I was in my head like the whole time at Encore. Yeah. Well, like, and you were sick still. I was, yeah, yeah I was sick <laughs> on top of all of that. And then the, the sound got kind of weird halfway through. And um, I was just in my head like thinking about what everybody's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And then at one point, I finally was like, just shut down, shut that part down and just focus on what the music looks like in your head while you play it Mm. and control it as much as you can. Mm. And as soon as I was able to really get in that flow state, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, like this is why. And I'm like, I have to keep this connection to this exact part. And it's hard to get there. But once you're there, it's like, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Like you're living in this weird moment of something that you're really good at and you know exactly what to do next. And, you know, I think Charlie Millard talked about this when we talked to him, the mm-hmm. like kind of flow state where he's like, I just have control over everything I'm doing. Yeah. Like, and there's something about, <laughs> I've never felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm so interested in why we do what we do mm-hmm. when it comes to performers yeah that i overthink all of it and i'm trying i'm like degrading it in a in a way yeah not intentionally i'm just like i keep asking myself why am i doing this why mm-hmm. do i love to do it um what part of it is on that subconscious level of like trying to seek approval mm-hmm. because because it also is hard to do. It's hard to sit up there and be like, oh God, this is nerve wracking, but also I love it. Yeah. I think that seeking approval is like an evolutionary survival thing. Yeah. True. You know, like we need that because we needed it to survive for so long and we still do in some sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you were in a tribe of like a hundred people and if everyone, you know, did not have like, if you didn't have the approval of everybody mm-hmm. they would From shun you away yeah. yeah you know you know what i mean but mm-hmm. like so i mean i think like that thing is a instinctual yeah. part that is yeah i don't think it's necessarily bad to want approval i think it's only bad to want approval when it like runs every single thing that you do with your life mm-hmm. and you're just you know what i mean like, yeah that makes sense like you're not being who you really are but if you're being who you really are and you want approval i don't think there's anything wrong with that but what if you don't know exactly who you are well, I mean, we're all just making it up as we're going along, right? I, I and I'm and I'm specifically thinking of like myself as a as a younger, mm-hmm. you know, in my early twenties, yeah. still doing the music thing, but also not knowing who the hell I am, mm-hmm. and doing the the seeking approval thing through music. Yeah. So, if you're not really being yourself and you're doing it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to be yourself when your brain's not fully developed, though. You know, it's like I. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then after that, it's like, you know, we're still always changing. So it's like, you know, you can look back and be like, oh, I wasn't being myself. But it's like, no, you just weren't being who you are now. I figured it out. Don't worry about the past. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured out the meaning of life. Don't worry about the past when it comes to like, I need to stop comparing. I mean, I should be comparing myself to that person before because I'm mm-hmm. way more confident, way more self-aware and sure of who I am and you know, mm-hmm. like sure footed, you know, yeah. and, and that's all that matters. <laughs> R- really. It's all that matters, but it's, it's hard for me to not like think about it and like dissect the past and, mm-hmm. and wonder like, am I, am I doing all this for the right reasons? Yeah. But the point is, is that if I feel like I am now, that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I'm doing this for the right reasons now, then then it really is all that matters. Yeah. Cause you can't change the past, but I think I'm looking back on the past to help me figure out now mm-hmm. as well. But, I don't know. The way your headphones um, have pushed your hair up makes it look like you have a mullet right now. I look pretty hot, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't I get sh- a mullet though. <laughs> I shave. Well, I kind of have a mullet right now. I have. You don't. <laughs> 
Well, I have the sides of my head shorter than. Yeah, you. I'm just saying. Undercut. I'm just trying to say that I have shaved the sides of my head. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, uh, I think even that is more extreme than what it. Oh like, my god. Okay. Well, I explain just, what this cut is then. Damn it. I mean, it's an undercut, but it's like so slight; it's hardly even noticeable. It's just the little. Except it's just right little, now, because I look like I have mullet. Yeah, but not because of that. It's because your headphones have pushed your hair up in the front. It's because I'm your fucking brother husband buddy get it right <laughs> hey hey get it right <laughs> pay the price i don't know um let's wrap this fucking thing up eh yeah sounds good um so the the new pistol whips album isn't out yet um it's nowhere gonna be near time for it to come out anytime soon <laughs> um i'm gonna obsessively work on that we might miss a few episodes here and there if anybody wants to send us your dates to the community calendar uh we will you know talk about some shows on the air um since we've gotten off facebook no one seems to want to send it to an email account yeah it's um, real hard yeah i said it was real hard and you're like but no it isn't and i'm like no it is right because it's not actually that's why i said that because it's not actually people just think it's inconvenient but it's literally not any harder than typing rip your set community calendar group into facebook and going and copying and pasting your fucking dates there but <laughs> it is harder no <laughs> it is it's not people just think it is because people know. are lazy and, and therefore it is harder is my oh, point it's all about perception, Ooh. babe. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you have any songs or shows that you want us to promote on the podcast, send send like a whole year calendar. Yeah, don't to, be a lazy piece of shit. Let me finish. <laughs> don't listen to Holly, okay? <laughs> She's not doing uh, good Me for one. promoting the community calendar. Um, so send your dates to rep your set <laughs> with. <laughs> Eric Dane Jacqua, J-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. We will do everything we can to promote. I will do everything I can to promote your show. <laughs> Holly will not. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying I will. Yeah, you read the dates. Yeah. You're better at it. Yeah. I'll You're do so good at it, babe. Why would I do it when I don't do as good of a job as you? I know. That's why I'm saying you that owe it to I people. will do it. <laughs> Holly will not. Um I make that part even more clear. Holly will not. I will. But um, oh so <laughs> I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to have some more podcasts probably coming out pretty soon. We have no idea. No, we, we do have an idea. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you to all of the sponsors and to my beautiful <laughs> wife. Oh Don't God. forget to check us out uh, this Saturday at uh, Mammoth. That's in Bay Harbor on the 25th. And uh, have a good night. Oh, bye. Bye. Rep Your Set is a production of Quo Vadis Records. All content is for entertainment purposes only. Follow Rep Your Set on iTunes and Spotify. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and review. For any questions, email us at repyoursetwitheric.danejacqua at gmail.com. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.